everyone. Welcome back to the Grit to Growth podcast. I'm your host, Steph Corbell, and I'm always happy to be here with you every single Friday to explore a new topic designed to help you develop your inner resilience. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you're new here, consider hitting that subscribe button so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. Today, I'm going to start out with a story. If you're tuning in for the very first time, I have somewhat of an unconventional career, to say the least. I'm a retired musician and a theatrical sound designer. And for the past 15 years, I've been tattooing professionally. Today, I own a tattoo studio in Southern California, and I see a lot of people in my studio. I am definitely really busy, and typically my appointment calendar books out for months in advance. I try to make sure that what happens in the chair stays in the chair, so to speak. And so I don't usually tell many stories about clients because I really try to respect their privacy and trust in me. So I'm going to keep this particular story very general. This happened a few years ago. I had a lovely client who was coming to me for her very first tattoo. And it was, you know, the standard kind of tattoo that we see a lot in this business, just some script with names of family members. Now for me, one thing that sets me apart from other artists is I really try to connect with my clients. I feel like it builds trust. So if the client seems open to it, I often ask questions about who the person is, their relation to the client, that kind of thing. I mean, typically if you're getting someone's name tattooed on you, it's kind of a big deal, you know? So I asked and she told me who the people were But then she really started to open up and told me that she was getting the tattoo because she knows that she's going to get this degenerative disease one day because other people in her family have it. And she has the gene, so she wants to be able to remember everyone's name when she eventually gets sick. Now, I got to pause here for a sec because this particular client story, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I mean, what do you say to that? As a practitioner, I'm only there to provide a service, and that's to give someone a good tattoo. It's not my place at all to offer input or advice. I always tell my friends that I'm basically a professional at holding space to let people express themselves, and I think that anyone in a service industry like mine, you know, people like hairstylists, for example, they get this. It's not about you, it's about the client, and the client's going to confide in you. But damn, I had a really hard time with this conversation. It hit me right in the gut because when it comes to genetics, hey, personally, if I was going to be ruled by that, I'd be convinced that I'm going to die miserably. Look, I watched my mom die of Parkinson's with Lewy body dementia, which is a very, very ugly disease. My father currently has a form of vascular dementia, and he's in a home for the rest of his life after having multiple heart attacks and strokes. Three of my four grandparents all had diabetes. My maternal grandmother had breast cancer and had to have a mastectomy and ultimately died of brain aneurysm. My grandmother's sister, who I was extremely close to, died of leukemia. Oh, and my paternal grandmother died of complications from Alzheimer's disease. And I have this added fun fact that I actually carry the Alzheimer's gene as well. So that's a lot of the genetic lottery stacked against me. Now, is it a fear that I'm going to develop one of these disorders? Hell yeah, I would be a liar if I said it wasn't. But 
when you think about it, is it a foregone conclusion? Like this 100% certainty that one of these things is going to happen to me? No, it's not. All genetics tell you is this. You have a predisposition towards something. It's a tendency. Now, you may have more of a tendency than someone else in your family due to sheer bad luck, but there's never this 100% certainty except in pretty extreme circumstances that something is going to befall you. And why is that? Your environment and your lifestyle play a huge role, and those are things that you can control. We all need to stop saying that we can't do something because of genetics. We all need to stop saying that something is definitely going to happen to us because of genetics. I mean, talk about giving up in the face of fear because that's what that is. And in a lot of cases, people use genetics as an excuse. How many times have you heard someone say, oh, I could never get in shape, you know, because of my genetics? Things like that. Wake up. It's not true. Yeah, some things might be harder for you than others, but it doesn't mean that everything is impossible. I mean, really, how can you definitely say that you know something will or won't happen in absolute terms? I remember when I was young, I moved out super young at 16, and I didn't often come home to visit my parents, mainly for financial reasons. I was just trying to survive, you know? And invariably, my mom would say to me, oh, we need to see you. We know we only have so many more times to see you before we die. I mean, yikes, it's not exactly a healthy mindset, right? And I would say to her, mom, are, are you God? How do you know this? And there'd always be some kind of crazy conversation about how she, quote, just knew. And you know, she never did really know. It's the same kind of craziness if you say, oh, I just know this is going to happen to me because of genetics, and I can't ever do that or change something because of genetics. I'm definitely going to become an alcoholic because my father was, or I'm definitely going to die of a heart attack because my uncle did. Seriously, this is illogical, and it takes your power out of the situation. Stop limiting yourself with this type of inner dialogue. Now, if you find yourself struggling with this, as I have in the past, here are some things that you can try. One, ask yourself, what am I specifically afraid of? Get deep and journal about this. What's the worst thing that can happen if this health issue happens to you? What specifically terrifies you about that? Write it down. Look at it and confront that fear head on. I feel like most people give up because the fear is so great that it's easier to look away and throw your hands up in the air and just say, oh, well, can't do anything because it's genetic. Instead of that, confront your fear and get honest with yourself. That will help you take back your agency in this situation. Two, control what you can. There's so much research coming out now about what's called health span instead of lifespan. And that means living as long of a life as possible in a healthy rather than in a degenerative state. Google it, maybe read some books, get some insight. Now look, I'm not a doctor or anything like that. I'm not exactly offering medical advice here, but damn, this is a common sense thing. For me, there are several factors that help me stay well. And seriously, I will let you know, I battled some major health issues in my early life. I've learned that if I keep these things in balance, then I typically, knock on wood, I don't get sick and I thrive. 
Those things are sleeping, stress reduction, eating well, and staying active. That's it. There's no huge secret. There's no giant sexy method to it. It doesn't follow some crazy extreme Instagram diet or something like that. Get more sleep. Minimize your stress. I use meditation and try to have good boundaries between my work and personal life. Eating well. Hey, I don't do boxes, bags, and cans. Mainly good, unprocessed ingredients, and I avoid sugar most of the time. Yeah, does it take more time to cook? Yep, of course. But do I feel better? You bet. And then in terms of staying active, well, if you followed my podcast for a while, yeah, absolutely. I'm very much into athletics. But I can say definitively on that topic, if you do too much and don't rest enough, it can be equally bad for you as not exercising at all in some respects. So I try to be sane and exercise some sort of moderation when I train. Three, realize this truth. When it comes to our hopes and fears, statistically speaking, the best and the worst almost never happen. What occurs is typically somewhere in the middle. We don't exactly win the lottery very often, and at the same time, if our worst fear is ending up destitute and drooling all over ourselves in isolation, chances are that's not going to happen. The best we can do is to stay in the now and to stop future tripping about these far-off what-ifs. Stay grounded in the present moment, in good, positive habits, working constantly on your self-talk and your mindset. I mean, hey, if you're listening to this podcast, you're on your way with that. Know that you have more control over things than you realize. And whatever you do, don't throw in the towel simply because you're scared. And honestly, if you are that terrified, get some professional advice. Maybe you need to talk to a therapist. Maybe you need to go see a functional medicine specialist. Maybe a coach or a nutritionist will help you out. Make positive steps small steps daily, and those will add up to big, big life shifts that will minimize this whole my genetics thing. No, you cannot control what you were born into or born with, but you can control how you think, how you eat, and how you live. So if you're someone who lives with this fear of the future, I hope that this episode brought you some insight. And if so, let me know. I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can connect with me on my website at grittogrowth.com or on my Instagram page at Steph Corbell. That's C-O-R-B-E-L-L. Thank you so much again for listening today and feel free to subscribe and share if you had any aha moments in this episode. Until next week, remember that you're more resilient than you realize and you're stronger than you know. 